The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Right now to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. But that's not all. Pay attention, past, present, and future my bookie players during thanksgiving week my bookie is offering a risk free bet on the bears lions game simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250 and if you win congrats you've got extra spending money for the holiday but if you lose congratulations as well my bookie will give you back your money it's a no brainer because you literally cannot lose It's no risk, all gravy at mybookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey guys, you are listening to the EPL show, an international edition here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. I'm full of cold, I'm full of flu, feeling terrible, um, but I am here to do my show on time this week after the bullshit that I had to deal with last week. I can't even begin to explain to you how disruptive that was. Um, The lack of bets to my clients was disappointed with. um, My lateness of my podcast just generally wasn't able to do any audio, wasn't be able to post any content unless I went for a um, half mile walk at night time. It was just awful. Um, don't want to be in that situation ever again, especially from um, when you consider that it's a fucking four-star hotel, McDonald Hotel in Manchester. Don't ever go there if you desperately need to work on and use their Wi-Fi. Um, and also, you can't get any 3 or 4G either. You can get like a bar of 3G, but that ain't uploading a podcast, trust me. So, um, yeah, disappointing. But um, we landed three locks on the show. When the show eventually did come out, three locks were were landed. Um, a load of football bets were won by clients last week. Um, and I'm talking real football. I'm talking soccer here. I'm not talking the uh, the shitty NFL, which is not going well for us this year. Although um, last week wasn't too bad. Um, we've had... Um, mixed weeks with the NFL let's just put it that way and uh, I'm honest enough to come on and say it. I'm really struggling with it um, not struggling as much as some people um, I've seen guys that have lost 144 units on the season so far and these are experts so apparently um, charging $1,000 for their NFL season package can you imagine paying $1,000 for a package and then being a further $1,500 down 
on it. Like I can't even imagine how that would. How that, sorry, that's that's mathematically incorrect of me as well. It's not. You wouldn't if you lost 144 units. You wouldn't be down by that. You'd be down 14 grand. So I think like what you paid for the package would be the least of your problems. So yeah, sorry, I was my maths just went there. Yeah, you wouldn't be down over um, fourteen hundred pound. You'd be down fourteen grand on the season, and that's like one of the top guys at like Doc Sports who charges thirty dollars per pick, um, ninety nine dollars per NFL weekend, or a thousand for the season. Yeah, all right, mate. Um, and the thing is he's not alone in that like people have been absolutely dying in the NFL this week like getting absolutely killed in the NFL this week like me and Cav have actually done okay like we've done okay like we've done very well with our picks um it's just uh, we've been found it difficult in terms of what we correlate as official plays in terms of the stuff that we love hasn't come through as much as we wanted it to whereas generally we've kind of gauge what's going on in terms of week by week um picking games um we've we've been more right than wrong definitely in terms of uh, taking these spreads and these overs and unders and whatnot it's just a case of turning it into picks and i guess that's the most important thing so it's been a struggle it's been a grind but um by no way shape or form are we majorly down on it um it could be recoverable with just one good weekend just one sort of um five and two week and and you know we do the maths on it officially uh and i don't want to like make false statements here but that that would probably be enough from last time i looked for us to be back in the black and then also uh all the futures as well are um are going uh are looking relatively solid to cash as well but moving back onto the the soccer side of things um yeah it's just it's just been a really good month so far um last month was good as well had one bad weekend um but other than that a whole bunch of good midweeks um this this month has been all good weekends uh one sort of patchy midweek in the champions league uh where um, we were generally, well, I was generally right about most things, but went a little bit too big on a couple of handicap bets. But it's been it's been a really good um, recovery here on the EPL show. I think there was a lot of mud being thrown, uh, especially coming off a forty-seven and eleven season. I started zero and two, and I kind of learned quickly how much people, how how much people didn't care about what you did last year. Uh, through the comments and, and things with the 0-2 start, uh, then pulled it back to 2-2. I was a little bit too quick off the off the um, off the seat myself to say, you know, we're back and everything's been fixed here with this two and two, because very quickly that became two and five, and it could have been two and six had Arsenal not made a miracle comeback against Aston Villa. But since that point where we've sat at three and five, we really really turned it around have gone on a uh, a solid run from that point from being two and five gone on a nine and two run and uh, obviously that means we are currently on 11 7 with our locks for the season and generally with our picks i think like uh, clients are very happy with what we're giving out uh, obviously the three locks last weekend they were turned into official plays some of the plays were altered slightly so that clients can earn a little bit more money but um yeah happy now with the soccer happy with the european show as well the locks on there are 12 and 3 for the season 
And um, yeah, European football is um, is looking relatively relatively straightforward with that European show. When you take um, a sample of just when you when you pick just between eight to ten games from all the leagues, it makes it a lot more difficult than being. Um, forced almost to pick stuff from the EPL and uh, having to pick every game and people kind of think oh I'm telling you to bet this I'm telling you to bet I'm not telling you to bet nothing I'm not even telling you to bet the lock I ain't telling you to bet anything Um, I'm told to do a show previewing each games and giving my opinion of what is the best bet I'm not telling you to bet it at all Um, when I tell you what to bet something it's when you're a client on my Patreon page and then that they are the things that you should bet. Other than that, like I'm not accountable for anything I really say on, on this show. Um, would I like to be more right than wrong? Absolutely, 110%. Because being good here uh, builds belief in and credit builds belief and credibility, which leads to to signups onto for your paid picks. It's common sense. I, in fact, I want to be unbelievable here. I, I'm not pulling any punches here and um and giving you you know shady picks i'm doing my absolute best but the thing is is that it's tough and you know in in my own personal life i wouldn't bet every single epl game i'm told to preview every epl game and give a bet for it it doesn't mean i'm betting every single epl game in fact you'd be a fool to bet every single epl game because it's the most unpredictable league in the world and that's even more so than the NFL it's not just that statement doesn't just apply to soccer it applies to everything the EPL is crazy it's known for being absolutely crazy so I absolutely wouldn't say recommend every bet I would actually say sign up to lockbetting.com and see what we're saying or if you don't want to do that you can maybe read between the lines in terms of how much I like something and how much I, I don't with the European show the guys that get that show, it's a lot simpler because you really just have to, um, you, you, you really just have to have a small sample of games that I've handpicked. And um, if you do decide to bet everything on there, then that's fair enough because um, I decided that out of 60 odd games, that these were the ones that I thought were the best games to bet on and these were the bets from those games. So although not anything official on my part, I would understand if you subscribe to my site, listen to the European show, apply the logic that this guy is an expert, he's picked seven or eight games, and now he's picked seven or eight bets from those games, so they're probably pretty good. Then you can probably be rest assured that they are pretty good. And that brings us on nicely onto this because that is the situation that we find ourselves in right here on this show because I'm able to handpick a small selection of games from the entire program here from the Euro 2020 qualifiers and one friendly game and I don't usually go and pick friendly games but I have done in this instance because it's a biggie it's tomorrow's game between Brazil and Argentina. But we start today with uh, England, a game that I'll be leaving to go to in 20 minutes. So let's get through this quickly. England versus Montenegro, the 1,000th international of England's history, where they are the 1-12 to favourites to win this game. So much value there at all. 10-1 uh, to 1 on the draw and 25-1 to 1 on Montenegro. I liked England to win this game with a clean sheet, but it's minus 200 um, in most places and 
it's dipping below that. So it's going to like four to nine in some. So I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, when you're going to listen to it, but um, I don't want to give out something like that here, seeing as I won't be taking any kind of lock from this game. Anyway, um, I'm going to go for England minus two, though, at four to six. Reason being is that I do think they'll win this game to nil, uh, but I do think it lacks value, bearing in mind that England haven't kept a lot of clean sheets recently. So um, it does give you the insurance of England winning this game 4-1 or 5-1 if they do concede a goal. Um, but I do think they'll keep a clean sheet. I think Michael Keane has been made the scapegoat for a lot of England, England's defensive problems. And then in this game, they go with Stones and Maguire, which is their preferred pairing. And uh, there's really no excuses today for England not to keep a clean sheet. Therefore, to cover this handicap, you'd only need them to score three times. And on the attacking side of things, I think they'll be very keen to justify the decision to drop Raheem Sterling after his bust up with Joe Gomez. So in replace the replacement in attack you might see um, a front two with Abraham and Kane or you might see them just go like for like and put Sancho in for for uh, Sterling along with Rashford as well so England have plenty of options in those wing positions and there will be players keen to make an impression as England look to solidify um, their spot in the European Championships and of course win their 1000th game which is a big deal over here so it looks like a very straightforward play on England and um, I think they'll cover the minus two here. Moving on, um, we move down to Friday's games. There's nothing else here today on Thursday as well. It's just a terrible slate of games, really. Oh, sorry. One game. Um, Albania and Bora. Yeah, that, that one. The uh, the classic that we've all been looking forward to. Uh, Albania 1-5, to 92 to draw and 16-1 to one on Andorra. Here I've gone for the under... 3.5 goals in this game, which is available four to seven. Reason being is that Andorra have been a tough team to score against. Uh, defensively, they've held teams to not many goals, although they've lost every game. Uh, they didn't get slaughtered by Turkey and France, who are the front runners in this group. So I don't see how Albania are going to slaughter them. Of course, Albania are going to win this game, but I think it might take them uh, a little bit of time to get a breakthrough, and I don't think it's going to be a 4-0 scoreline or anything like that. Um, at the same time, obviously, Albania win this game, and they win this game with a clean sheet. So there's also value in that. It's 8-13 to for Albania to win this game with a clean sheet. So I like both those bets, oddly enough, because I think it's almost an automatic that... Once uh, Albania are priced up at one to six, which is um, you know we should be closer to maybe one to one to twelve, one to twenty, maybe even one to twenty, because there's no way Albania don't win this game. Um, it gives you a lot more value on the clean sheet market, but there's definite value there because this Andorra team have a minus fifteen goal difference, and they certainly haven't been prolific goal scorers in this group. So uh, Albania to win here, keep the slim hopes alive in these championships, and. Um, Win with a clean sheet and under 3.5 goals. So obviously I had a lot to say about that game. I'm surprised I missed it. Uh, moving on to Bosnia versus Italy. Bosnia 21 to 10, 12 to 5 to draw and 23 to 20 on Italy. This is an irrelevant game, which is why I've gone for the under because these are two um, quite defense, defensively solid teams. Bosnia <coughs> are in a position where they need to go through the playoffs because... They haven't done well enough in the qualification process and Italy already through with a 100% record. Don't see what either one's motivation is, which makes me lean towards the under 2.5 goals here at even money. The over is 8 to 11. I don't know why. Why are these teams going to come out to 
to beat one another. I think a draw really suits both. Obviously, Italy would ideally like to keep that 100% record going, but and at the same time, Bosnia would like to salvage some self-respect. But I think a draw is good enough for both, and um, a stalemate certainly an option here, maybe a nil-nil draw. But uh, just take the under. There's good value in it, that Asian money in this one. Up next, we look at Switzerland versus Georgia, where Switzerland are one to five favourites to win this game. It's five to one to draw and 14 to one on Georgia. I pick this one because of the situation that Switzerland are in. It's a similar situation to what Croatia are in tomorrow, but there's more value on just taking Croatia outright. Obviously, no value here on taking the Swiss. Uh, at one to five, but I do like them to keep a clean sheet here, which is available at eight to fifteen. They've kept clean sheets in their last two matches, and Georgia haven't scored. Um, I've only sorry scored once against the front runners in it, this group. So I think a repeat performance here from Switzerland, a win and a clean sheet at home is on the cards in this one. Moving on to the Saturday game where Cyprus play Scotland. It's 2-1 to one on Cyprus, 21-10 to 10 at the draw, and 11-8 to eight on Scotland. Scotland are overvalued here because they don't care about this game. They are already going to try and qualify through the playoff system, and um, that's evident by the amount of top Scottish players that have pulled out of this game, if there is such thing as a top Scottish player. Well, there is, because Andy Robertson is a top Scottish player. Um, I think McTominay is another one. It just basically indicates that the Scottish players don't care uh, they know what their fate is they know they're going through to the playoffs they don't care about this game and the value on Cyprus at 8-13 to 13 to avoid a defeat here on the double chance market really leaps out here to me couple more games on Saturday where we have two teams in must-win situations that provide you um, a little bit more value than the, the Swiss did <coughs> we have Croatia and the Netherlands uh, both teams available at well, Netherlands, sorry, at one to two, but Croatia are available at eight to fifteen, which is um, under minus two hundred, which is great here for me because I think that um, they'll really want to tie this group up at home. Uh, they play the Slovaks, who are the only team that can get into this top two. Uh, they have a two-point lead over Hungary in this group. <laughs> This is the final group game for Croatia. They really only need a point here to secure the qualification, but I think they finish off nicely here at home and uh, put themselves into Euro 2020 with a win here against Slovakia at home. Um, as for the Dutch... I think uh, Northern Ireland's fate was pretty much decided in their last game where they led 1-0 against the Dutch and um, they lost that lead and ended up losing the game by three goals to one very, very late on. You now see Holland and Germany clear at the top of the group, both with six played, five wins and one loss and their losses came to each other. Therefore, it's very difficult to see um, the group positions changing unless one of them drops any points. I don't think that Holland will want that to happen and Germany certainly won't want that to happen. So for for Holland to maintain their spot at the top of the group, what's weird here is that their goal difference is inferior for Holland to Germany, but they're top because their head-to-head -head win was bigger. For some people always wondering how these groups are worked out. It doesn't help when you have this... Um, this complication of um, Germany winning in Holland 3-2 and Netherlands winning in Germany 4-2 and that counts as an away goal that puts you higher in the group. It's really odd because nobody would know that from looking at it. You'd have to really go and fish through the rules. Obviously, it's my job to know that. But look at the table. You'll see they're level on points and... Um, 
the better goal differences for Germany, but Holland are above them because they won 4-2 away from home, whereas Germany won 3-2 away from home. I think it's stupid, personally, but that's just how it's done. But as I said, for Holland to relinquish top place in this group, they would have to drop points at this at this at this point in time. Um, Germany are going to beat Belarus at home, and they're going to beat the uh, Northern Ireland in the final game. And um, you'd expect Holland to do the same with their last two matches, and uh, therefore that's why I'm taking them here. As I said, it's going to be quite demoralising for Northern Ireland what happened to them last time out, where they were ahead against the Dutch until very 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 late on, and uh, not only did they not end up winning the game, they ended up losing the game by three goals to one so I think that's going to be tough to recover from mentally and you face the same team again here in a situation where they want to win they want to win the group ahead of their biggest rivals which is the Germans and um, I can't look past Holland in this situation closing out with the lock dog parlay in the show um Three games I really liked. I like Switzerland uh, to win with a clean sheet here. Um, but I also liked uh, Holland in that last game that we talked about and Croatia. I'm going to lean for Croatia as the lock just because I have a bit of a home team bias. I just think uh, I like a team playing at home. Northern Ireland's a tough place to go to. Um, they're going to sit back, soak it up, and um, they're going to wait for... Um, wait for Holland to come on to them and hopefully they can catch him on a set piece or something like that. That did happen last game. Tactically, Northern Ireland got it 100% right last time out and still managed to lose the game because of the attack and prowess of this Dutch team. I just think this time round... Um, it's going to be it's going to be a bit more comfortable for for the Netherlands, but by no means is that a guarantee because the blueprint has been set. Um, Croatia are just in a situation where they want to tie up the group and they're at home and they've got a full squad of players to choose from. They're a better team than Slovakia, player for player. Of course, they're the World Cup finalists as well from the last World Cup. Um, everything here for me says Croatia, and the price is bad too here. You're getting Croatia at 8-15 to beat Slovakia tomorrow, uh, sorry, on Saturday. So for me, that one has to be the lock. For the underdog uh, I took them on the double chance, but I might as well take them to win here. I have, for, for lack of finding anything better, um, I have taken um, Scott, uh, sorry, Cyprus as, as an underdog against Scotland. Although there is another underdog I like. I just didn't know whether I could take it because um, it's nothing to do with um, Euro 2020 and it's the friendly between Brazil and Argentina. But we'll talk about that last. Um, for the parlay here... Um, I'm going to put Holland in this. I'm going to put Holland in this, definitely. Uh, I'm going to put them in there with the Swiss, who I definitely think pick up a win against Georgia. And I think there's actually... Um I think it's actually worth putting in Al Albania here against Andorra. With Even with that clean sheet, I honestly think there's value in that market. I mean, I was thinking about uh, Albania and under three and a half goals, um, but, I, but I just think the clean sheet I'm just looking where that is actually, Albanian under three and a half goals, just trying to get a price for it. It's eight to 11. Yeah, I think I'm just a little bit more in love with the clean sheet side of things. So, uh, Netherlands, Switzerland, and Albania to win to nil against Andorra. 100 pounds on that one does return you just very narrowly shy of two to one, 299 for that bet. The last thing I want to look at is the Brazil versus Germany game. Obviously, it's a very marquee friendly that's going down this weekend. And um, it's an interesting one because as we go into it, 
um, the usual thing that we usually see with this game is that um, Brazil are the uh, are the dominant team in South America and Argentina supporters are often frustrated that they can't catch up with them and while that's still the case when you look at the fact that Brazil actually won the Copa America Brazil do not come into this in good form at all uh, this one's happening at the King Saudi University Stadium, which in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, which means Messi's going to be playing it. Um, Brazil entered this with um, two wins out of the last six and no wins out of the last four, including two draws last time out against African teams where they failed to beat Nigeria and uh, and also failed to beat Senegal as well. So they were very, very disappointed in both of those games. Whereas Argentina entered this with four wins from their last six, an unbeaten run of six games, which is very rare for Argentina, who often don't look... Um, who don't look good unless they really have to um, push it in qualifying. They've been very lucky to make it to tournaments lately because... They're just very, very inconsistent. But they look a bit better now. Um, Messi's back as well. Uh, they have loads of options with Aguero, Dybala, Martinez up top. Um, they look solid at the back as well. Um, I am not expecting a load of goals in this game, despite the fact that there's um, there's a load of talent in this game. I'm expecting maybe two, maybe three maximum. So under three and a half goals does represent some value, even though it's available outside of what we can pick as available at four to nine. Um, but yeah, I like the look of Argentina to pull off the upset here. Like Brazil's latest results haven't been that good. And... Um, Despite winning the Copa America, despite doing it uh, without Neymar, um, they've come out of it and they've just looked really poor. And there's two games against the two African opponents. They look particularly poor and are now conceding goals as well. Um, whereas Brazil used to comfortably win these friendlies 2-3-0, always used to get a clean sheet, had a very good clean sheet record. The the whole thing about Brazil being just attack, 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 a change, a change with a solid goalkeeper, solid back four, two great holding midfielders. Well, all of a sudden, they look very, very vulnerable. And Sadio Mane was running all over them. And uh, Argentina certainly have the attackers to run all over Brazil as well. My official pick for this game was... Argentina on the double chance, which is available four to six minus one fifty. But um, don't be surprised to see Argentina run out winners here in this one because I think they have a real shot. They're certainly the team in better form, and if um, Argentina were ever going to beat Brazil, it would certainly be in this situation. I mean, the recent head-to-heads. Um, favor Brazil 2-1. So Argentina did actually win a game here against the Brazilians by a goal to nil back in uh, June, 9th of June 2017. When you're looking at the recent recent form, um, Argentina have a 6-1 win over Ecuador, a, a really good draw in Germany, 2-2, where they played some of their youth players. A 4-0 win against Mexico and a way 0-0 draw against Chile. They're, they are good results. Uh, and they scored 12 goals in those games as well. Whereas Brazil have scored four in four and have conceded five in four, uh, two two all with Colombia, a one nil loss at home to Peru, and then back to back one alls with Senegal and Nigeria. I honestly think there is solid value here in this game. The uh, the over two two and a half goals has only cashed once in Brazil's last four and uh, three times in Argentina's last four. And uh, both teams have scored in three in Brazil's last four and two of Argentina's last four. But uh, yeah, I think 
as I said, I'll say it again, great, great value here on Argentina. Um, and I'm not just saying that because this is the marquee game and I'm forced to make a pick on it. Uh, Argentina have never had a better chance to beat Brazil. Messi's there. It's at the... Um, it's at neutral ground, so even though it's priced up like Brazil or the home team, that's basically been done based on recent records where Brazil have been better than Argentina in terms of tournament play, despite the fact that all Brazil have to show for it is one Copa America. It's been a long time since they won a World Cup, and um, I think the fans are desperate for one, especially when they blew that World Cup on home soil. And um, this could be the opportunity here. I know Messi has never really done it for Argentina uh, because he's been they've been too reliant on him. But now they have other players who may be able to carry the can here. There's a lot of talent in this Argentina team, which relieves a lot of pressure off Messi. And um, although this is just a friendly, I think it'll be a big, big, big statement here for the Argentines to win this one. That's it from me. That's it from the EPL show. We'll be back next week with a real EPL show here. We're covering the Premier League games. The European show this week is going to cover the second half of these games because there are more international fixtures this week. They begin on Sunday and... Um they will be the games that conclude qualifying for the Euros. So Euro 2020 qualifying will all finish um, on Tuesday. So those games run from Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. And as I said, I'll be covering them on my website, lockbetting.com. It will be a show that replaces the European show. So if you want that show covering the second half of these Euro 2020 games, subscribe to my website, head over to lockbetting.com and pick yourself a package for the Europe show it's only a 10 it's only ten dollars per month so that's two dollars fifty per show and that show is solid gold money free money 12 and free this season on the locks and this will class as a european show so make sure you head over to lockbetting.com and check that out that's it from me good luck with all of your bets as always guys and Thanks for listening. And let's send me good wishes and hope I feel well because I feel terrible. 